0: Welcome back to the No Regrets Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Morton, joined by my beautiful wife. I'm Carla. Carla. And uh, we just want to say thank you again for taking time out of your day to to spend a few minutes with us. Uh, This week, we're going to start a short series on going a little more in depth on the five questions. Why? Well, let's real quick, if you're... Haven't had a chance to listen before, or maybe you're just catching up, Uh, let's talk about the five questions real quick, just in general. One of the things we talk about a lot in our ministry is the importance of being intentional in your marriage. That if you're not intentional, if you're not doing things to grow your marriage, to keep it in a healthy place, and just sort of go coasting along, eventually you're going to start drifting apart. Yeah. Yeah. And so one of the best ways that we found, and this is something I originally read in a podcast, not read in a, I I heard on a podcast, I think, and I read in the transcript of the podcast several years ago, and it was just five simple questions that if a couple will ask those of each other on a regular basis, once a week, if you can, if not, at least a couple of every once every other week, something like that. It's just a way to hold yourselves accountable for some of the most important things about keeping your marriage healthy. And so what we want to go, we've talked about it before on a previous podcast that we looked at them pretty briefly, but we want to go a little more in de- depth and detail on each of the questions. And so it may end up being about two questions per podcast, or it may just be one. We'll see where it takes us. So question number one, and this one is... Is there a
1: specific order that it has to be in?
0: Yes. Oh. No, I don't guess it has to be. But okay. I do think this is the first question. Oh, okay, the
1: first met question should yeah. maybe and, be the first one. And okay. one of
0: the things that's challenging about these, you know, hear it when you hear this question, is not only is it being intentional, but it also holds you accountable. Okay. And, and that's why sometimes this first question can be maybe somewhat of a scary question. Okay. Because it's really going to hold you accountable for what you did or did not do in the past week.
1: Okay. All, all right.
0: right. So question number one, how did you feel loved or encouraged over the past week? Or if you're only doing this every other week, the past two weeks. Okay. Um, why do you think that's sort of a little nervous kind of a question?
1: Well, obviously, now let me say this. This is probably where if you did it weekly, I would say that's probably maybe easier in the sense that think about all of our lives and how... Cluttered and busy they get, and if somebody were to say to you, "Hey, so and so last week," and ask you a question about it, sometimes that's hard to pull up. So this going to yeah, be especially you guy. Yeah, this is going to be the same thing when you say, "Tell me how to your spouse. How did I make you feel loved or encouraged last week?" So you've got to think back on what happened in the last week, what interaction you had what verbal or action things occurred that might have made you feel that way. So I think the longer you go sometime, maybe maybe you blur that a little bit. So I think one of the things is maybe it's nice if you can get the habit of doing it weekly.
0: Yeah, I think the goal would be to do it every week.
1: Yeah, but we get it. I mean, we get the life happens. Okay, so when you ask somebody that, if they draw a blank look,
0: yeah, that's the scary part because all of a sudden you're faced with the reality of, did I did I really do anything? Did I do
1: anything. show
0: my spouse, my my her. case, my wife, that I how did I love on her? Did I love on her well last week?
1: Or the other thing is, did we recognize something that our spouse maybe did? but it just slipped unnoticed or unacknowledged. And so sometime the question, and part of the reason we think this question is really significant, because it helps you not miss what is really maybe happening. But the tendency of our human nature and our brains is to many times lean toward the negative And what is missing? So guess what I probably totally remember is what you did not do last week.
0: Yeah, when I screwed up.
1: Right. So same thing toward me. So the challenge is let's focus on something. Let's acknowledge something that we did for one another that was loving or encouraging.
0: Yeah, and so that's where the accountability part comes in. Because it's, you know, you go all the way back to when you're in school. And for some of you, maybe that wasn't that long ago. But if homework is assigned, and after a while, if you realize teacher never grades homework. <laughs>
1: never asked That to all turn they it do, in. maybe
0: it's just a completion grade. They never actually look and see what your answers are. You're not going to put a whole lot of effort to it. Because you know they're not going to ask. But if you've established this pattern of asking these questions every week, boy, that is that accountability. Because you know, okay... How did they love me this week? Because it almost forces you to think in a mindset of being more attentive to that. So you don't miss those. Yeah. And it's almost like, hey, I want to make sure and notice these. So when we ask that question this weekend, you know, Saturday night, Sunday, man, I've got an answer to say there. I'm ready. And, And when you're looking for the positive, like you just said, instead of the negative, yeah. It can totally change your outlook in that relationship.
1: Well, and the other thing is, as with every habit, the longer and more consistently you do it, it becomes ingrained. And so if I start to think every week and have sort of a, what, how did Johnny love me? How is he doing things to encourage me? And I start to look for that because I know we're going to do that question then that really does begin to shift my mind a little bit. And I would challenge you, if you're in a harder season and things right now are rocky and you're experiencing just life turmoil, relationship stresses, then this, again, is a huge thing. Because really, again, it is so easy to start down the path of everything is not good, nothing is working, We're not this, we're not that, he's not that, and maybe we're missing some things that are
0: there. Yeah, and the the other power, I think, of the five questions is, and and we know, we talk with couples all the time whose lives are so chaotic and hectic, small children, work issues, health issues, other things going on, that it's hard for them to find time together. Yeah. Yeah. And by making this a weekly thing, you know, hey, there's at least one time a week
1: we're going to talk. We're going to get together, and we're going
0: to focus on each other and really look and make sure, hey, are we doing the things that we need to be doing to keep our marriage strong, growing, and healthy? Or if we let everything else and things that are important, obviously, you got to take care of your kids. You got to do all those kind of things that are important, but sometimes crowd out your marriage as a priority. Yeah. And knowing that I'm going to have to answer Carla each week when we ask, how did I make you feel loved or encouraged this past week? And you talk about a feeling in the pit of your stomach when she can't think of anything because maybe you didn't really do a whole lot. All right. What
1: would you say when that happens then? Couples tries this and wife asks husband, how did I make you feel loved this past week?
0: Well, a couple of things. One, it could be that he's just not being real attentive. Okay. And if he's, you're really he's just not
1: catching on yet. Yeah, he's okay. not
0: catching on. If you're really distracted in life, it's yeah. easy to miss those. And that's one of the reasons why if you make this a habit It'll be helpful. It begins to train your eyes to be sensitive. It, is it the okay other thing? Oh, what is, I was gonna
1: say was, okay, if if the husband says that like, uh, well, I don't know. I'm certain you did something. Okay, and so that's not going to feel good right there. Okay? Right. So would it be okay, you think, for the wife to say something like, "Well, did you like it when I was able to pick up your laundry for
0: you?" Or yeah, you made it really sad that you got to remind well, them no, of things I'm, you did. I'm but asking
1: though, what, what would that be okay because maybe in starting out this like you said somebody's it's a not Yeah, it's a trigger. And so or if you said, well, did you like it the other night when I got the kids down early and I came in and asked you, did you want to watch something together on or television? Or do something else together. Or do something else together. And did that, did you enjoy that?
0: Yeah, I think there is, there is a sense of, you know, we we have this idea that we are naturally going to be tuned in to the things that our spouse does for us.
1: And the reality and, is and we're we not. We may
0: not. Sometimes it may be... Um, this idea of expectation. And I don't want to say this idea of entitlement, but it's just like, oh, well, they should do they that. They should have done that. And they so love we me, don't even spouse. notice it. Yeah. yeah. Well, she should cook dinner every night. She right. should clean up the dishes. She should do my huh. laundry or things like oh, that. Oh, wow. those are all the okay. things I do, aren't they? <laughs> oh, um,
1: <laughs> oh, 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 bad.
0: Yeah. Very no, bad. No, it's not bad. We've just That's the way we worked out things in our life. That makes more sense. So, no, I agree with you. I think it's okay. But the other thing may be... And this sort of goes in, I think we'll go into the second question because I think they go hand in hand because the one looks past, how did you feel loved or encouraged this past week? And question number two is, how can I love you? Or how can I show you love in the coming week? Okay. And a lot of times what we find out um, when you ask people, What makes you feel loved? They get a blank stare. They don't know. They don't. A lot of couples,
1: y'all, when we ask that question, and then we pause, and we make them think and answer, there is silence, there is a blank look, and they have to think and put words to it. And that is harder than you might imagine that question should be.
0: And, And so that sort of almost throws you back into the thing, how do you want to be loved?
1: So it makes the, the you thing, tell. You've got Yeah,
0: you've got to know yourself, and you know, and that's where we go back to the topics we've talked about in the past, the five love languages, filling up the love tank. But if you don't know, one, if your spouse doesn't know how they feel loved by you, and I know that's kind of crazy, but we actually have asked them, and they're like, uh, know. and they, they have know. no answer. Yeah. It's kind of hard for that other person
1: to, then do to intentional demonstrate things. love
0: when this one person has no clue at all what makes them feel loved.
1: One of the things we do when we have that situation and we're trying to help a couple process through this and put this in place in their lives is we will say, okay, let's go the flip of this. Let's go toward the negative. What have you heard your spouse say that they are frustrated, upset about, something like that because when they say something that is negative or frustrating it very likely is something they're not getting that they want or need and therefore what they're expressing then is the negative side of that and so if you can think about it what does my spouse get frustrated about do they get frustrated when i forget to pay the bills Do they get frustrated when I forget to let them know I have to work late? Do they get frustrated when I, you know, don't tell them about a schedule change and they get off work to come do so-and-so and I forgot to let them know that got canceled? And those are the things then the spouse is irritated by. So on the flip, what would that look like that I might do for my spouse that would be loving, that would be intentionally kind toward them? Okay. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Um, what are some other ways you can think of those questions? I, I think the other thing is, what is there something, not that they're complaining about, but what are they asking for?
1: Well, yeah, but the you know, reason I said like, complaining hey, is. Your
0: thing is, you know, we're not connected. See, that's not a complaint. That's just, that's it's you declaring. A need. A need. Hey, I don't feel connected to you. And you we don't, don't feel connected. You to You hate each other. that word because you don't understand it. Yeah, I do understand it now. Um, it could be somebody else, you know, maybe says, "Hey, you never do. You never just hold me anymore. When you never tell me you love me. You, you know, that's some things like that. But as they express those needs, that ought to give you a clue
1: as to what it is. As to wondering. what it is.
0: Yeah. And let me just say this right now, and don't fall into this trap: the idea that if you have to tell them how to love you then it doesn't count when they do it because that's sort of crazy. It's like, you're saying, Hey, I really want you to, you know, I really need you to mow the grass. And when they do it to not acknowledge that and give them any credit for that, because the only reason they did it is because I told them to, (laughs) you know, that's sort of a catch 22. And it's like, and especially for a guy, it's like, Okay, well, what am I supposed to do? Right. I'm doing what you asked me to do, and then when I do it, you show no appreciation or gratitude for it. It's like only if those secret things, those are the only things that count, and that's crazy.
1: Well, yeah, and the problem is it probably goes back to some of those expectations that are unrealistic. Um, do not need We need to acknowledge those because the problem is if I have an expectation that I don't tell you about, but it's in my brain as something you should do. And then you don't you do not do it, I'm mad, right? That's maybe my behavior go-to. True. If you do do it, well, think about that. If it's an expectation, and it's like we should have done that, then guess what? There's not appreciation in me. There's not gratitude. There's not acknowledgement of a thankful heart towards you. It's like we should have. And y'all, that... That is such a rub in not a good way against each other when you're a team and you're wanting to do things that help and benefit each other. So to sort of play that game, if you would, um, you want to be really mindful of that and say, you know what, I do want and need you and would appreciate you doing these things, but it's okay to tell you what those are and then thank you when you do
0: them. All right, so the first two questions were, One, how did you feel loved or encouraged this past week? The other question follows right up on it because it looks ahead and it says, how would you like to be? And we've just said, it's okay to tell somebody that. You know, we get into the whole idea of what agape versus the other types of love are. And the idea is it's action. And it's what you do, how you treat somebody, how you act towards them. And and so that's merely incumbent, especially maybe younger couples this way. You know, you just really don't know yet. And so part of those early years is being vocal and telling somebody, hey, when you do this, it really makes me feel appreciated. When you do this, it makes me feel safe. When you do this, whatever. I will say this, though. If you've been married for a while and you have expressed those desires and needs you have and the ways that you want to be loved by your spouse, then spouse, if you're not doing those, you ought to. They ought to be... Frustrated with you if you know what they want, if you know how they really desired, how they feel loved, and you just deliberately don't do them or it doesn't matter enough to you, then I think they have a right to be kind of frustrated with you. Well, and the problem is, for example, oh, okay, let's we'll use see. us for example, no, okay, and then here you we can go. get into what the problem is.
1: This is you probably know. the problem right here. The example you give. Okay, no, go oh, ahead. Me.
0: No, I know that for you, some of the key things are acts of service. Yes. It's don't tell me if you're not going to do. And, and so I know that. And so when I see things that need to be done around the house, anything from picking up to cleaning up, hey, we have company coming over, and I know you want the house to look good, because for a lot of women, that's a reflection of them. Then if I know that, and I just don't do it. And I say, I'll just wait till she comes home. That is a very unloving act. Yes. And, and so I need to go ahead and do that. The other thing I know that for you, quality time and that sort of that getting connected and that's talking and sharing with each other, that's an important thing. And so if I love you and I want you to know that, then I'm going to make time to do that. And if I don't do that, either as a way of just indifference or, well, I'm gonna punish her and I'm not gonna love her the way she needs to be, then that responsibility lies on me. Once we know those things that make our spouse feel loved, man, if we want our marriage to grow and thrive, and again, this is where these questions hold us accountable and can really show us specific things in specific ways, and then just do it.
1: Yeah. I, I want to make I want to say one caveat here as as we wrap up on these first two questions is if you're listening and you're listening and you've happened upon us because maybe there is some struggle in your marriage and maybe both of you are not on the same page. and you're thinking to yourself here in this, well, my spouse is not going to have this conversation. They're not going to let me say, how did you feel loved? How did I feel loved? So what I would just challenge you with is if your heart is to continue to work and that's what you desire, then you know what? You may can take these questions. You may decide how you could phrase it, ask it, do it. And you can do that even if it's not reciprocal. If I said to Johnny, and Johnny, let's say, is not in a good place, that he is not paying me a bit of mind about where we are, and I can tell you that from years past, we've been at places like that. Oh, yeah, that. we have been. So let's say, though, that I had the intention to say, I don't want to be stuck here. He's not really ready to move, but I can start but I want to move. love him well. Okay, so... Even it, if he doesn't
0: love me back what right. I want.
1: And I, if I said to you, hey, babe what is something I did for you? Maybe even don't take the babe out. Okay. So we're not even that affection. I just say, Hey, how did, was there something last week that was helpful for you, that encouraged you, that made you feel good? You know, maybe you say it like that and they may stare at you. Okay. And then they said, well, I really appreciate it when you did so-and-so. Okay. That's it. They've given you something. Guess what? keep loving them that way. Keep loving them that way. If you then pose the second one, is there something that would be helpful for you this week that I could do, that I could, a yeah, way to, to you? Yeah, just ask them the basic yeah.
0: question. Hey, tell me, what have you got going on this week? Yeah, ha- what can I do to help, it, help. help you out? What would be helpful to you?
1: And I realize if you're sitting there thinking, man, this is unfair because it's one-sided, and you're right, in some ways it is. But sometimes somebody's got to decide to take the first step. And you're hearing this, and if God's saying to you, take the first step. Love them well. And let's see what God then does in their hearts as we begin to put words and action that say, I'm loving you, even in spite of the fact that you may or may not respond to this. Man, y'all, that is powerful. And you talk about changing a heart that's gotten hard or callous. Those words, those actions. Actions can scream
0: volumes, and all I will say to that is, Amen, and keep on forging, people.